Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This episode of The Kindness Project was recorded live on Facebook during lockdown, which explains why we're probably still talking about being stuck indoors. I hope you're enjoying your time outside to the fullest, and thanks for listening to The Kindness Project. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about flowers, random news and physics. Morning, morning, morning. Morning, morning, morning. And <laughs> I've been given one job and I can't even get that right. Hello, morning. Welcome, my morning. friends, to the Kindness Project. I am joined by Akel, who today is the boss of the show. Uh, it's, uh, it's Charlotte Dames. And I'm joined by a man who's quite enjoying this switch of roles. <laughs> Have you waved to anyone yet? Has I haven't waved to anyone yet? yet. Nobody's watching yet. Oh. Uh, hope you're doing well this right. Um, Justin's back. Morning, Justin. How are you? Did you, did um, you did. Uh, so, yeah, no, thank you for joining us for another episode of The Kindness Project. This one, I've let Charlotte just take over. She's boss of the show. I so, what are, we, what are we talking about today? Um, t- no, I don't know. I'm just kind of. Oh my God. No, don't worry about it. I'll do that. But... <laughs> you said you'd do it, but Okay, so. I'm I'm being sacked from my own podcast by the looks of it. Go on. What are we talking about today? Okay, okay. We are talking about stuff that I have randomly (laughs) generated because we haven't got a guest, so I have been left to it. Um, (laughs) So what stuff are we talking about? Uh, I think we should stick to the format and start with the question of the podcast. So the question of the podcast today is, what's the world's best flower in your opinion? All more comments. Yeah. So what's the world? Morning, morning, Sharon. How are you? Morning, Desmond. I hope you're doing well, mate. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Caroline. Um, And uh, yeah, go boss Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte's in charge. So apparently we're answering first the question of the podcast, which is... So if anyone watching is currently up to answering the question of the podcast it's what's the world's best flower in your opinion now if you have a reason for that please validate if you just think they're pretty that's also a valid reason <laughs> yeah. um, there's no wrong answer to this no one there's no wrong answer to this one but if you say anything apart from daffodil which is my favorite flower you're wrong just that's well, it that's, that's not fair <laughs> because i quite like dahlias and that's just because yeah. they're pretty Look, you're, you're in Choose whatever you want as your favourite flower. You you are certainly allowed. Um, any, and any comments? Uh, and you can find us on. Um, should I do that bit? Yeah, that's usually so my job. So if you'd like to, uh, see, we're doing this role reversal thing today. So I'm just trying to work out what job I've got to do. If you'd like to get in touch, uh, you're if you're watching live on Facebook, uh, you're on our Facebook page. Please leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. If you're not and you're watching this on the podcast version, and we're up to I think about 120 odd uh, podcasts now. 123. 123. So this probably be like yeah, there'll be yeah. If you're if you're listening to this uh, on the podcast, you can get in touch with us via email on uh, holla h o l a pronounced correctly for once at the kindness project at the kindness project.co.uk the website is www.thekindnessproject.co.uk you can tweet us at holla kindness or just google us because we if you google the kindness project we come up top yeah because we've been about for a while and apparently we're quite popular nifty nifty okay so we already have an answer i'm gonna be doing this because i'm laughing no i won't it's good 
So we've already got an answer from Justin about his favourite flower. He says, it's cliche, but I would say the poppy because it is beautiful flower. It is a beautiful flower, and especially at times like this, it has such meaning and poignance in terms of what it represents. Love uh, it. We have received a... A wife? A wife from Andrew. Hi, Andrew, how are you? Hi, Alan. Hi, Russ. And hi, uh, Cassie, who's clearly watching from the and garden. It's a picture of a flower. Oh, very nice. Love people. that. Um, so, what should we do next, okay, boss? So next on the format, <laughs> I, um, I have... What topics have we got today? You don't want to know yet. Okay, go on. Tell because, me. Because, like... <sighs> are they, they going to blow my mind, these topics? <laughs> Oh, got it. Because I got them from a random word generator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, I have Dave Forsdyke's reasons to be grateful. Oh, well done, Dave. Dave Forsdyke's reasons to be grateful slash... Silver linings. Go on then, tell me. Um, I haven't written as reasons to be grateful. But it's, <laughs> it's also written... I don't think it's ever been reasons to be grateful. It's I think we made short, it up. It's written in shorthand. Okay, so fair enough. RTBG. <laughs> Can I just say, before we went on the kindness project, um, uh, Charlotte wanted to call this TKP. And I was like, what? Like, a TKP? Like, we were like, sort of, I know that like your generation like to shorten things a bit. It's but so much easier. Yeah, it is, it is. Um, go on okay, then, tell so us. So let's read today's silver linings. Wednesday, the 20th of May. I made a mistake in my notes. That's not good. Um, my notes say the 19th. That's like... Yeah, we've got some for the 19th as well. Um, my sister sent me a brilliant list of silver linings written by an anonymous Facebook user. Take a moment to read it. And he's put it at the bottom. Uh, traffic has gone. Fuel is affordable. Yep. Bills extended. Kids are at home with their families. Parents are at home taking care of their children. Fast food replaced by a home meals hectic schedules placed by naps rest and relaxation the air seems cleaner the world is quieter people are conscious about hygiene and health money doesn't make the world go round anymore designer clothing is pointless as nobody ever really needed it doctors and nurses are being praised and recognized instead of as celebrities and we now have time finally to stop and smell the roses don't forget to look up at the stars our world is pretty amazing the positives is up there i like that i really yeah. like that and uh goes with our flower theme as well because yes. it's got the rose in um We've got uh, yesterday's um, uh, silver lining, which is a Belgian maintenance company with a fleet of cranes is using the machines to reunite families with relatives living in high-rise care homes. Residents of nursing homes have been isolated from their families for weeks, and while those living on ground floors have been able to chat to loved ones, on the higher floors, you can't really do that yeah, through the window. Can't. So the, what these people are craning their family members up to see them. That's an amazing story. I really like that. I really like that. Um, uh, and then um, lockdown is also increasing our use of clean, renewable energy. Solar farms provided nearly 30% of the electricity That's in April, good. a big increase on, on last year. So I'm hoping that, you know what's weird, like, sort of, I'm, I'm on, as you know, I'm on loads of Zoom calls at the minute. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of talk about the new normal and pivoting which should go on my bingo sheet oh, as, <laughs> as, stuff, as stuff that's being said way, way too much in a minute but I think some of the 
changes that are going to be happening are going to be positive. Do you know what I mean? So, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Okay. Okay. So these random words, what, what's going on with yeah, them? Okay, so you know that random word generator we were using to generate topics. Yeah. Well, I random, randomly generated words and then I picked one word from that list and put it into Google News and then I picked the first good news story. So the first word that uh, that came up was wood. Right, are you genuinely saying oh, we are going to discuss wood? No, because the news story isn't about wood. It's about dogs from a plate for a rescue called Wood Green. I've got him. Tell us. Um, so two dogs... Well, two dogs at Wood Green are being trained to smell the coronavirus in humans. Um, these dogs are from Wood Green, the animal charity, and there are apparently six dogs that are being trained to smell the coronavirus in humans. Is that possible? I assume so. They're being trained to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, dogs can sniff drugs and to sniff yeah. at other stuff. So, so, but is it possible that dogs can do that? Be interesting to see. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm worried about? Going all Trump. Do you know what I mean? And going, like, you can shine sunlight through a human and you should drink, like, bleach or whatever. I don't want to go down that road, Charlotte. Yeah, but it says that if the study is successful in eight weeks, study. each individual dog may be, a, may be able to screen 250 people within the hour. That's the good. Virus, That's good. Which means Clear, there are faster methods. Clearly, only a study at this point, mm -hmm. and as believers in science and not um, quackery. But it's uh, promising. Uh, you know what? I mean, why not experiment mm. with this sort of stuff? As long as, unless it works, we mm. we use it. So, I mean, yeah, Nor Norman and Jasper, the working cocker spaniel. Amazing names as well, Norman and Jasper. Uh, uh, we um, like are that. Among the six dogs that are being trained to sniff out the coronavirus, and if it works, it could increase testing. Cool. Amazing. Good stuff. So, well, I mean, the other thing is as well, you can now get tested normally, can't you? So, yeah. So the capacity for getting tested for the virus is certainly in increasing. What's next? Physics. Why did you put controversial topics, Wood? It says conversational. Oh, conversational. Okay, that's fine. Um, and, and, and you know, <laughs> how, controver how controversial is wood? Um, the way, you know, the other thing is as well, we got through that entire wood bit without make, me making one wood pun, which is which is all good for wood <laughs> in the hood. I'm in the mood. Right, go on, carry on. What have we got next? Um, physics. Okay. Physicists put their expertise to, towards ventilator storage. Um, there was a physicist, Gal Bighty, I think, okay. um, who talked about using the complex systems using gas and physics that they were already working with uh, and using them to provide ventilation systems for hospitals. Uh, two days after he said this to, I think it was his brother, I read the article about twice last night, uh, about half seven, so... Um, Thanks for that little detail <laughs> there. The research I did on this story was half seven. I was wearing pyjamas. I was enjoying a hot chocolate. So um, can you tell us about the actual story? <laughs> so they began... He began... I had my hair in a, in a bun. <laughs> I don't like buns. They make my hair in a bun. Say, more detail. Go, uh, go about it. did this. But I was drinking a hot chocolate <laughs> with cream. Go on, talk to me. Okay. 
So, two days after he said this, he began building the collaboration that would eventually encompass more than 200 physicists, uh, engineers, physicians around the world. In their spare time, this quickly assembled group developed and programmed a simple ventilator called the Mechanical Ventilator Milano. Okay. Made with off-the-shelf parts that could easily be manufactured and run with just oxygen and electricity. Within weeks, they had a working prototype. prototype. On May 1st, they received approval from the US Food and Drug Administration. Amazing. Love that. And you know what? They are, there are like sort of companies, commercial companies, stepping up mm. to the plate during the current crisis and doing amazing stuff. I mean, there's a lot of engineering firms mm. that retooled to create yeah. ventilators, medical equipment, PPE equipment, yeah. all of that sort of stuff um so that's all good yeah. thank you next next bit of news piano piano <laughs> piano you know what can we just like you know that we when we do our normal general chit chat we'll go to the news story at the minute one of my missions for lockdown is to get better at my at, at the family piano because we've got a piano in our in our lounge front room whatever you want to call it and I I, I sort of I have a little play but I've never really got to grips with it yeah we all have a little play but never really got got to grips with it with it Um, and I need to get better at piano is that yeah we all have an instrument don't we so I've got a clarinet yeah you've you've got a ukulele that is so you the ukulele i think that suits you quite a lot um but i wanted i wanted it's certainly not the singing voice my instrument is it let's be frank about (laughs) it um but the piano might be the one to go to so i'm gonna i'm gonna learn a bit more about that anybody else out there uh, watching us learning an instrument or learning a new skill in lockdown have you been keeping an eye on the comments um it'll be good to know whether you've been um you've been learning an instrument um and while we while we before we get to the other um the other uh, news article morning stella hope you're doing (coughs) hope you're doing well and um Justin's made a comment. Now, Justin is a medical professional, which is more that can be said for both of us. Um, He says, yes, dogs are used for detecting cancers and other conditions. Illnesses can uh, can cause a change in pheromones in the unwell person. Um, and dogs are sensitive for picking up those pheromones. So thank you, Justin, for that So dogs insight. could be trained. Could be. To, to slip out no, no, I, I didn't say they couldn't. What I said was we would have to wait for the yeah, eight for, weeks. The, for for the for the test to show whether they yeah, could or not. Doing the um, uh, so pianos. Pianos. Tell you, me. Have you been checking the comments on the? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm on my job. You get you, you do your job. I've just got to check. <laughs> I've got to check. Okay. So teenager spreads positivity with weekly piano, weekly online piano shows. <laughs> An autistic teenage boy set out to record a weekly piano show in an aim to spread positivity during the lockdown. Morgan Seward, 17 from Lewisham, has made it his duty to entertain others with a recording recorded piano performance every week for the Lewisham Be Involved and the Lewisham Positive Aging Council websites. The teenager is a student at the John Road School in Blackheath studying A-level music and politics. He is also an active mem- member at the Young Mayors team working to support with youth democracy in Lewisham. Uh, Morgan's talent for piano was discovered shortly after he was diagnosed at three with autism. He had the gift of a perfect pitch, the ability to identify and or produce musical tone correctly without the benefit of an external reference. Yeah. Gradually he learned to play different genres and performed at various events. 
He recently performed at the Lewisham Positive Ageing Council's Christmas party. In the early weeks of lockdown, the teenager experienced difficulties and anxiety with the sudden changes in his daily school routine. Before lockdown, Morgan was due to attend a Jack Petchy celebration event nominated for award by his former school for his contribution to the music department. Uh, during the lockdown, he wanted to help others that were also struggling. In between his home learning, the pianist set about recording 30-minute videos of himself playing the piano. With the help of the young mayor's team, his videos were shared with the Lewisham B involved and the Lewisham Positive Aging Council. Lots of Lewisham in there. Yeah. <laughs> Lewisham edition. Lewisham. Oh, there's loads going on in Lewisham. No, I love that. And you know what? There's so many examples of people doing amazing stuff in their communities throughout the UK and throughout, throughout the world. And you know what? It's... it's those examples we love to share mm -hmm. because it just means you know any difference isn't a little one is it it's it makes a difference to your local community one thing i do want to mention before we get on to the um to the next um article that you've got is um one thing you can make a difference in in your local communities and something i'm doing today uh is uh giving blood so um, I assumed that during lockdown um, that people wouldn't wouldn't be giving blood. I thought but that people still need. Blood. Well, I, 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 I didn't know I didn't know whether that sort of going to give blood broke any of the social isolation rules. But I've um, I had my letter through the post uh, about confirming my appointment last week, um, and I had a text. Um, and a link to a website saying, look, actually, we need people to continue to give blood during this time uh, to support what our doctors and nurses are mm -hmm. doing. Um, and I've been doing it for... I mean, I've got to be honest, right? Giving blood for me isn't only about giving something back. It's about the biscuits. It's about the biscuits. <laughs> you go along... No, I just... You know, I love a freebie. Free tea, free orange juice, free biscuits, free cheeky chat with a nurse... And Justin, if you're still watching, you know I love a cheeky chat with a nurse. So, um, he, he, is, he is still watching. He's he is, going to learn the cello next yeah. year. Oh, amazing. Well done. So a cheeky chat with a nurse. I mean, why, like, why wouldn't you give blood? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That, that's worth it alone. Um, okay, maybe the, maybe the biscuit's thrown in a, a, a part of it. But um, certainly have a look at the blood donation website. Um, it's you can find that at www.blood.co.uk um, uh, but certainly have a look there if you put your postcode in you'll find how to donate blood near you and if you're one of our international um, uh, listeners please have a look at your country of origin to to, to give blood I mean uh, um, uh, yeah so um, yeah Justin's agreeing that um, uh, giving blood is a amazing thing to do. So thanks for that comment, Justin. Didn't uh, mention the cheeky chat with a nurse comment, but we'll we'll let I, you go. Have, What's your next story? I, oh. I do have two more topics. So go on and tell me. <laughs> shuffle right along. It's, um, you know what? Now you're running the show. It's slightly less shambolic. I mean, it's a bit more organised. I've got to be honest. Crack on. Literature. Uh, making meaning of the pandemic through the lens of literature. Weeks before the coronavirus. It, 
Sorry, my eyes just I'll do like... it. Weeks before the coronavirus hit, the 99 Princeton undergraduates in the spring course literature and medicine were already immersed in the many ways storytelling shapes the way we understand and experience illness, disease and health. Now from their laptops scattered around the world, the students are discovering that literary texts are not only keeping them connected to one another, but also helping them grapple with their own experience of the pandemic. Just a, a question for our live viewers and our listeners. Um, certainly part of the way that I've coped with um, what's going on, and just just to be clear, it is Mental Health Awareness Week this week. That was the next one I wanted. All right, no, I won't, I won't steal your thunder. I just wanted to give it a shout out, right? It is, it, is, <laughs> it is Mental Health Awareness. But part of the way that I've coped is um, uh, by cataloguing what's been going on in our world. And I've, I've done that by doing some writing that I'm keeping to myself at the minute. but um, Secret. Secret writing. But also doing this podcast. So I've got to be honest, I've got to really thank you. Um, don't, don't, you might be crying. Um, I've got to really thank you because part of maintaining my positivity and my positive mental health has genuinely been doing this with you. <laughs> your hand was sweaty on my arm. You put your heart on your line. You 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 it put was your or cry at that moment. You, I chose. You put your heart on the line with your children. You're genuine. And that's the reaction you get. I mean, I mean, what do you do? Uh, what do what do you do about that? You get laughed at. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Carry on. I'm giving up. Love you, Papa. <laughs> um, Literally, I was like, I was like, this is how I feel, and all you, all the only reaction was gone. <laughs> Go crack on. I noticed it. That's even worse. You, hold on. You noticed it. You noticed I it. I absorbed it. I took it in. <laughs> and you, and you I went... smiled for a few seconds. And then I realised your hand was sweaty on my arm. <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> That's what happens when you have kids, people, right? <laughs> you, uh, you, you bring them up. You try and do your best. Um, you are try to be you try and learn lessons from your thing and try and be a bit more open emotionally and the only thing your children remember about you in that moment of genuine emotion giving is oh you've got sweaty hands <laughs> it was right on the other side of my god okay okay uh the mental health awareness thing uh <laughs> what are you doing to my mental health for the minute christ uh not this one this one um, okay, so looking after your mental health and well-being when staying at home. Uh, I think Charlotte's got some tips. An article from Mental, the Mental Health Foundation. Yeah, take a look at some of the stuff on there, yeah. particularly if so lockdown is been challenging. So I have a read through of things that we should be Yeah, doing. and let's see how many we're doing. And listeners, if you're, if you're doing some of these, uh, and viewers, if you're doing some of these, just uh, let us know, because it'd be good to know what you're doing to maintain your own positive mental health at this, in, this, in this situation. Okay, step one. <laughs> Plan your day. Plan your day. Please don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Are you gonna are you gonna come use my hands anymore? <laughs> so I never meant to say for you to take offence. It wasn't an offensive thing. No, fair enough. Plan your day. We are all adjusting to a new, rather strange way of life. This can be a risk to your mental well-being. As tempting as it might be to stay in your pajamas all day, regular routines are essential for our identity. Our identity, self-confidence and purpose. Try to start your day at roughly the same time you usually would and aim to set aside time each day for movement, and relaxation, con- connection con- and reflection. Relaxation, connection and reflection. I like that. Can I just say... <laughs> Sophie's here. Can I just <laughs> say... Can I just say thank you to the... Um, uh, listeners and viewers have made the Kindness Project part of their day. Um, I know we've had um, we've uh, had uh, loads of people who have emailed us and um, sent me messages saying the Kindness Project has made them smile in the morning. So that's that's good. We really appreciate yeah, I, that. Yeah, I just but, read Justin's comment. No um, but certainly, <laughs> certainly, we'll ignore that for the minute. We'll come to that. But certainly, getting up, doing what you need to do. I mean, we've I've still been working, so that's been quite useful um but certainly getting up and doing this three four times a, a week has been quite useful as well right yeah so to structure we start can I just at say, 9.30 can i just say it's helped my own positive mental health i'm not touching you oh hug we gotta get a hug this time okay Your right. okay number two <laughs> <laughs> not, only, not only my hands no no there's something wrong with my shoulder <laughs> Move more every day. Being active reduces stress, increases energy levels, can make us more alert and help us sleep better. Explore different ways of adding physical movement and activity to your day and find some that work best for you. Even at home, there will be lots of ways to exercise and keep your body moving. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're lucky where we are. We've got a canic park where I can go for a run at the, at the back of the house. Uh, I've got a home gym at the at the end of the garden. So uh, we're, we're really lucky, but just find something to keep you moving. Mm-hmm. Walk, mm-hmm. run, bike you know just just stay active i mean you've you've made that part of your routine yes haven't you? at 310 i finish at 315 i leave <laughs> and you don't see me until half four well you went out for like four hours yesterday yes, didn't I did. you i did yes yeah so so yeah make sure you're making the most of that um of that exercise and now lockdown's been relaxed a little bit you yeah, can yeah. you can do a bit more than that okay number three try a relaxation technique Relaxing and focusing on the present can help improve your mental health and lighten negative feelings. Try some different meditation or breathing exercises to see what helps. For example, sometimes we can be so tense that we do not even remember what being relaxed feels like. Oh boy, I got you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling your pain. Right, so uh, one one thing I wanted to point out, on our live show on Friday, we had a mindfulness expert on. Um, Friday? Uh, it seems w- like so long ago. It was Friday. So we had Adrian, who runs a mindfulness business, come on and actually do a little mindfulness ex- exercise live on the show. Charlotte and I both failed badly because... You were trying to control the live stream with your eyes closed. Not a good move. And it wasn't a good idea. Um, with my sweat hands um and 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 basically um uh just give that a rewatch because he shares some really useful tips and ide- ideas um about how you might be a bit more mindful well we're gonna have to get to justin's comment because i just let <laughs> keep going to it. Like, yeah. uh, but we can get to it at the end of this list it's only f- three more things 
Connect with others. Staying at home, especially if you live on your own, can feel lonely. Find creative ways to keep in touch with co-workers, friends, family, and others to help help you and them feel more connected and supported. Yeah. Uh, number so, five. So quick question to our viewers uh, and listeners. How have you stayed connected during lockdown? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might make that the next question in the podcast. That Ooh, might be a good one. Um, what have you been doing in lockdown to stay connected? Um, certainly this has been one of our ways to stay connected. Yes. We've been using House Party and Zoom. I've and seen on several occasions people having chats in our watch party. Just like simple, yeah. hey, good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Really I, I, we really today. like that. Oh. We really, yeah, we, yeah, like little little ways to connect with 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 the world. So, um, thank you for um, thank you for staying connected. Next number five. That probably went way out of camera, but you know. <laughs> number five. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> to reflect and practice self-compassion make time every day to reflect on what went well it's important to recognize your successes and the things you were grateful for no matter how small consider keeping a gratitude journal each day where you could write two or three of these things every night before you go to bed so one of the things that i'm doing during lockdown is um <clears throat> writing the kindness project book so i've i've, I've got 65,000 words of unedited stuff from the amazing guests we've seen over the last three years and part of the job that I'm trying to get done in lockdown is um, edit some of some of those words into a form that, that people um, that people might want to want to read with my sweaty hands <laughs> um, uh, and I can't believe you might have your second book out before I even get to my first uh, look, look, I, look listen I didn't I didn't publish a book till I was 40 so so look, I mean I'm I'm, make, I'm trying to make up for lost time here and the first one was about pension so so let's be honest the first one isn't always our greatest <laughs> I mean I have 20 chapters of a completed book that just isn't gonna go nowhere it might it might um but one of the chapters one of the first chapters is how we talk about and we've learned from loads of guests over the years about this is being a bit kinder to yourself you know, um, we on on my uh, on my other live podcast, um, uh, which is oh, about not normally talking all Cervelo live, normally talking about all things money. Um, I had a um, I had a you, you will be I had a I had a teacher um, financial education teacher of the year come on um, a few weeks ago to talk about homeschooling in particularly. Uh, in particular teaching our kids about money and one of the things that she said was really interesting because I asked her I said look you know being a homeschooling um uh, being this uh, being in this homeschooling situation um you sometimes think you're not doing a particularly good job and she said just be kind to yourself you know this is an unusual circumstance so be easy on yourself and I think that that um that pressure sometimes we put on ourselves to be perfect we just need to go a bit easier on ourselves don't we yes i have one more thing but i'm just going through and liking everyone's comments no i'll do that go on you carry on they should be getting some appreciation (laughs) um so number six the final one before we move on to the end of the show improve your sleep Feelings of uncertainty and changes to daily life mean you have more difficulty sleeping. There is a lot you can do to improve your sleep. Aim to go to bed and get up at the same time each day, even at the weekend if you can, and try to get some natural sunlight by opening your curtains and windows where possible. This helps to regulate your body clock, which can help you sleep better. 
uh, wind down before bed by avoiding using a phone, tablet, computer, or TV for an hour before bedtime. You know what? That's the one I need to improve on. Yeah, uh, and I think what we we'll, what we'll probably do is get um, a sleep expert. I've got one in mind actually, a sleep expert that I know um, on to talk about how to sleep better on um, uh, during lockdown and more generally. So look out for that show. Um, we haven't got a guest today, but we've got some amazing guests. Um, waiting to be confirmed and lined up and we've got some uh, video interviews we're going to be doing with people in the states um, where the time uh, the time zones don't work and we'll be showing those on future episodes of the Kindness Project Live and um, and on the podcast so look out for those we'll put a little schedule on on who we are um, who we're going to be interviewing um, over the next few days um, for the next few weeks so all good but Here's, while Charlotte's looking up the question of the podcast, here's our opportunity just to talk about um, uh, something you can do for us. So hopefully you're enjoying the show. Hopefully you're um, really enjoying tuning in. But what I want to do is make sure that we highlight stories of people doing amazing stuff in the world that you know. So um, we've already, thanks to Trev, who introduced me to Steve Stewart, who's got an amazing charity looking after the homeless particularly during the covid crisis um uh, but who do you know who'd like to come on the show to be interviewed who does amazing stuff in the world that we could highlight um uh, it doesn't need to be from charity it can be from any walk of life um but they need to have a story to share that inspires gives people hope motivates people to do um their own contribution in positivity to the world if you know anybody like that and let's be honest we all do don't we 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 all do i mean i'm lucky because i run this thing that we've met amazing people doing great stuff in the world um and quite a decent number of them um but introduce us to the people that you know so that we can help uh, use our reach and use our audience to share their story um uh, just dm me on on um facebook uh, direct message me on twitter i'm at chris dame c-h-r-i-s-d-a-e-m-s um or you know add a link you know you can reach out with us whatever way you want pigeon i think we take messages by I pigeon don't we, we? taking crows crows know? yeah we're uh, crows to the house you know or whatever way you want to do it um but but that's help the people you know um, share their stories of positivity. And if you've got an, a particular story of positivity you'd like us to share um, to help inspire our audience, give us a shout because we're always happy to help. Okay, so question of the podcast. Woo. Um, uh, sorry, I've got three screens in front of me. <laughs> I don't think you've got enough screens to be there. Should, should we put another mine. screen up? And then this one and this one here are yours. But everything for the podcast except all of the show notes are on there. So I'm like, do I do I go? So here we go. Um, sorry, I'm rambling. Uh, 
So, question of the podcast for today was, was uh, what's the world's best flower? We'll come on to Steve's um, in a minute and John's. Um, Archie, Archie found this really difficult to answer because she said there are so many. Dave Forsdyke, um, the legend that the is legend Dave, that is the Dave legend, Forsdyke. friend of the show, uh-huh. said um, the rose, a symbol of love, com- comes in an endless array of colours, smells divine, and is it edible? Yeah, yeah. it's edible. Um, and um, you mentioned on the on the uh, um, yeah. notes that different colours of roses have yeah. different meanings. Now, I didn't know that. Talk to me about that. Um, so, for about three years, I've been back and forth with this weird obsession with floriography, which is... <laughs> is that a thing? Floriography? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's like a Victorian thing. But um, some different roses... Well, have... our leeches. <laughs> no, the flower language. So if you wanted to communicate something to someone, you'd send them specific types of flowers yeah. because it would mean certain types of things. So, like, with roses, while the red roses mean, like, love and stuff like that, the the light pink ones show, like, admiration. And But depending on different sources, different roses mean different things, different flowers mean different things. Like, violets are supposed to mean truth and honesty and okay. also loyalty. There must be something around how we use flowers to commemorate different events like weddings or funerals or or um, celebrations or anniversaries or or Christmas mm. now, there must be an element of floriography, floriography in that because we select different colours for different times don't we? Yeah exactly. What was the most surprising colour combination in terms of what it meant? Um, I don't remember. Okay. I just remember like but then I got I forgot the password for my Facebook, so now I can't go back in and reply to his comment. Okay, um, Judith Hitchin said lilies and jabera. I don't know what a jabera is, do you? No, I don't either. We'll look that up. Precious. Mm. Uh, Sarah Robinson. Are you reading it to yourself? Or, I <laughs> Sorry, don't know. Just, uh, Sarah Robinson said freesias have a beautiful smell, but they, there are so many. Um, Kelly Crouchman said jabera and tulips. Trevor Robinson said bluebells. Morning, dude. Morning, dude. Roberta White said a sunny, happy flower, the daffodil, and of course, the red rose. Uh, Hayley Ball said sunflowers. Lauren Ball said roses. Caroline, Caroline Thompson said frangipani. They smell divine, especially when picked fresh in Kenya, closely followed by tulips. Mandy, Mandy Medlock said daffodils. Amanda Smead said bluebells. I've seen so many in lockdown. Tracy Dame said daffodils. They were my dad's favourite as well as always said they were like li- girls with hats on. And on Twitter, Twitter yes, um, uh, Chris G at Gilster100 said azalea. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Taggart said geranium. Maybe. I grew a few when I was about eight and it sparked a lifelong on-off love affair with floristry but mostly off. Um, Kate Shaw said peony. Um, David Brooks said iris. One thing, I want to just give a big shout out to Kate Shaw. Um, I was, uh, I've talked about the previous podcast. I was, um, and as we're talking about mental health, it's probably worth Mm. bringing up. I was interviewed for a, um, uh, a 
a magazine approached me to interview me about um, resilience and mental health and exercise and how we sort of cope with with the life in general and this was pre-lockdown um, pre um, and it was part of a series of um, series of shows called Good Life Gurus. Um, now we've already established that I'm definitely not a guru, you know we know that already but Kate Shaw did a amazing one. Um, she's a long distance ultra runner, um, and she talks about how long distance running helps her mental health. Um, I, I'm not going to be running 50 miles in a hurry, but certainly it was a video that I learned uh, a lot from. Now, weirdly, the guys who, who made that video, the magazine who made that video, the Good Life Gurus people um have emailed me again and said would you come on and talk about being a good life guru during look lockdown 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 <laughs> look look down at my sweaty hands looking down at my pathetic sweaty hands um, um, uh, and so there will be another video hopefully coming out soon we're going to send them some footage um uh talking about um resilience and mental health through lockdown and my sweaty hands um so yeah so uh check that out we'll put a link to kate's good life guru video in the show notes um david brooks said iris um and uh as a real nice act of kindness naomi said uh the only iris in my garden came out yesterday and um she took a photo especially for david so that was amazing mm-hmm. and that is it for another kindness project live show but the end is never the end because i have a joke it's never the end because charlotte's got a joke that she wants to share with you and i yes why did the scarecrow win an award because of his sweaty hands (laughs) no (laughs) i don't know why why did the scarecrow win an award because he was outstanding in his field Because he was outstanding in his field. He was outstanding in his field. <laughs> oh, it is good, but I can't laugh. <laughs> and on that note, my friends, have a lovely day. Um, and we'll see you next time on the Kindness Project. Bye. Bye. Bye.